football, baby. Welcome, and it is finally here, week 16, episode 43, Losing Sucks. I'm your man, your host, Dustin Blanton, along with Travis Masterson, who is feeling a little under the weather, we'll say right now. Fighting through it, man. He, Pouring sweat as we record this episode. fighting through a nasty case of the flu right now. Luckily, this is all recorded virtually. We don't have to be in the same room, but you know what? He's <laughs> he's sucking it up. He's going to put his best foot forward for you folks tonight. You know what? And he's putting his best foot forward so that way your team can put its best foot forward this week as we hop I do in. it for the kids. He do it for the kids. That's right. And you know what the kids need right now, Travis? They need advice. They need help leading into this semifinal matchup because it is – it is some some rough waters out there, so we're gonna we're gonna be giving some some advice what to look for because we got guys missing. We've got teams that are gonna be facing that seem like good matchups, but you know we're gonna answer the question: Are these really juicy matchups, or are we gonna have to kind of shift and pivot to other options this week? So let's hop into it. We've got it has been a landmine field, a landmine with- field. Not even just a minefield and COVID, a minefield, a landmine, a landmine. Uh, I hate the, all those other sea mines that are out there. Um, we've got, you know, well, you know, let's start it off, Travis. As we've uh, we've got a, a fun Thursday night game going on right now with does it bounce? I'm about to bounce back, bounce, bounce back. I'm about to bounce back. Are we about to bounce? Let's bounce. We've got, of course, if you've been listening to the show by now, you know how it goes. We pick running backs, quarterbacks, the whole gambit of positions, and we're going to tell you if these guys are going to bounce back or if they're not going to bounce back this week. I'll start it off, Travis. My quarterback bounce back candidate this week is none other than Mr. Unlimited himself, Russell Wilson. Oh, my gosh. Okay, <laughs> Russell Wilson had a... Uh, He's been so bad. He has to bounce back you at would some think, point, right? You would think, because bad probably doesn't cover it. Okay, there are 32 starting quarterbacks on any given week, Travis. And last week, Russell Wilson was quarterback 31. So, there's nowhere to go but up. Yuck. Luckily, Travis, though, he gets a soft, soft Bears defense and... Man, oh man, are they banged up? They're, they're towards the home stretch. They're just hoping the season is ending soon. They're going to be without Akeem Hicks this week. So chalk that up to another weapon um, that's off the field for the Chicago Bears defense. Um, I I see this as a, a huge win for Russell Wilson. Maybe you've been frustrated as well. If you if you're lucky, you know maybe you've been riding high on a Taysom Hill and you know plugging in some other running back or quarterbacks and and you've got Russell Wilson sitting on your bench being like, hey hey coach, put me in. You're like, no no no, we've got Taysom, we're fine. Well now Russell Wilson's like, hey you don't have anyone else, put me in. And I think this week should be a week you should feel comfortable putting Mister Unlimited. 
back into your lineup. Let him lead you to the promised land next week. I hate Seattle, but I actually like that pick. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it didn't feel good. I feel like getting getting Lockett back and DK's there. Rashad Penny out of nowhere. Maybe he has another good game. Right. I feel like the weapons are there. It's a great matchup. Russell can come through for you when you need it most. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. Ooh. Um, Baltimore, I saw something on Twitter. Baltimore has like 15 healthy players. Oh, no. On defense, like, like to practice. That it was like some some record breaking number of how few of actual healthy bodies. You they know had. it's bad. So with all these injuries throughout the league, that we forget just how in, like the story coming into the season was like the Ravens were this decimated team, and then they still had to go out and yeah. play it a whole season. Like we're here in week sixteen, and we're like, yeah, Baltimore still be like of all the beat up teams, Baltimore's the worst. <laughs> They've really just been fighting, man, and. I don't expect anything less. I think they'll continue to do that. But Joe Burrow, 4-16 with three touchdowns mm. against Baltimore earlier in I the season. That. So a less healthy Ravens defense and a Bengals team with all of, all of its weapons healthy. I think Joe Burrow has another big day. I love it. I love it. I, that makes sense to me. We'll talk about that later on the show as well. My running back pick of the week, Travis, moving on to the running back position, is Alvin Kamara, who I do not think – is going to bounce back this week. Look, Alvin Kamara is obviously a star talent. We all know that. We don't have to sell him to anyone. But you're probably in the playoffs. And, oh, you are in the playoffs at this point. You're in the playoffs, and you are thinking, man, Alvin Kamara, is, you know, I, I should be okay. Um, I'm not sitting here saying that Alvin Kamara um, should be out of your starting lineup. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that he's not going to bounce back from – the running back finish that he had last week, um, he gets a surprisingly stout um, Miami defense against the running back position. Um, this team is is no joke. They uh, are the fifth best team against the running back position on the year. They've only allowed ten touchdowns to the position all season long, and it's gonna feel like there's fifteen defenders on the field for sure to Alvin Kamara. I mean. They like the, the attention that he's going to get is going to be stupid. They haven't had um, reliable weapons all season. Um, that's kind of been a trend for them, but they're also going to be without both of their top tight end options. They aren't going to have a Deontay Harris. They're going to have a backup quarterback, which seems like they've put third string. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, third string because uh, Taysom Hill's out now. Um, this doesn't. Hill and Simeon, both like, out. It's Ian Book. Ian Book from Notre Dame will be the quarterback. First first start please, against Miami. Please uh, don't Miami see this defense. as, oh, well, Alvin Kamara will be the only weapon because that also is able to be flipped on its head, and the defense knows Alvin Kamara is the only weapon. So I don't see this as a huge game. If you have other decisions you're trying to make on your roster this week, maybe you go with the higher ceiling play. Because Alvin Kamara, Kamara, is probably going to struggle in this game. Um, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be hoping for a touchdown to save this week. So, um, I do not think he bounces back this week, Travis. I like that pick. I I don't have Kamara in many places, but where I do, I'm very scared of this matchup. Running back for me, Tony Pollard. Ooh. The Eagles just ran for 239 yards against this Washington defense. And I really do believe that Dallas wants to give Zeke a break down the stretch. I think that was their intention. 
before Pollard got mm-hmm. hurt. So now that he's back, I think they will start to do that. They control this game from the start, and we'll see a lot of Tony Pollard so, in the second half with Zeke on the sideline. you say, I guess using your words, that Tony Pollard is a possible league winner? Is that is that Could something be. you would say using your words and not anything that I've said during the season? If they if they actually do start to rest Zeke, which I do think they will, then Tony Pollard should have some really nice uh really nice games this week wow. and next week. All right. Well, I just want to get I just want to let people know that the the future victory lap um in the future is uh by me. Yeah, no, you know there's a thing a thing about being a league winner is that they can't be a league winner if they're not in the in the playoffs. So That's true. That's That uh <laughs> That's true, Travis. Tony Pollard uh-huh. Tony Pollard, big pick, uh, or bounce back, uh, running back for me. I think he goes for, Oh, I'll give him 80 total yards and a touchdown. I like it. Ooh, that's spicy. I like that. I like that. Let's move on to the wide receiver because I've already talked about my wide receiver picks quarterback already. My wide receiver pick, look, you haven't seen a lot from this guy in quite a while. DK Metcalf. It's time, buddy. Okay, put your game day hair on. It is time to score some TDs. And Russell Wilson is going to have plenty of time to throw it deep. Okay? Uh, Of course, DK Metcalf going up against, I've already mentioned the beat-up Bears defense. They, well, they're not not good against anything right now, Travis. The the Bears just got done getting thrashed um, against the Vikings. And now um, the Seahawks get to come into uh, – I can't remember. Is the game in – the game might be in Chicago. Um, it's in, in Seattle. Seattle. Okay, even better. Um, yeah. So they're going in there. DK Metcalf has not had a double-digit day since Halloween night. You know, the Bears – And tomorrow is Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. That Merry is ridiculous. DK Metcalf because the Bears have given up – they're tied for the most touchdowns to the wide receiver position uh, in fantasy. So yeah, I, um, I like this. Pick I a don't lot. think there's going to be any pressure on on Russell Wilson at all. DK Metcalf, um, you know, you might be getting Tyler Lockett back this this week as well. I think DK Metcalf. It's not a lack of no. of trying. That's the thing with DK is he's got 28 targets this is going over the to last be three a games. Remind you game for this offense where it's like oh. This is why yeah. Russell Wilson's good. Oh, this is why DK Metcalf is good. Right. And it couldn't come at a better time. So feel good having DK Metcalf. If you have been taking him out of your lineup, which I do not blame you, if you have made it this far, please consider putting DK Metcalf in your flex. Um, because you hear that, Patrick? DK Metcalf's going off for you. That's right. He's about to pop off, buddy. Feel good. Um, so DK Metcalf, my wide receiver, bounce back of the week all right my receiver is going to not bounce back and that is stefan diggs against new england last time they played new england a few weeks ago he had four for 51 this is just what belichick does i again you're gonna have this is a guy you're gonna have to start it's a big name but i'm tempering expectations i think you'll be lucky to get to 75 yards you're gonna need a touchdown to bail out your day i don't like stefan diggs in this matchup at all wow you know, I you got you got to kind of give it a caveat though because Stefan Diggs had to battle a blizzard last time. Um, this is true, but yeah, I, I also I agree with this pick. I, I think Bill takes Stefan away, and that's what he does. Yep. Tight end, who you got? Tight end, 
bounce back candidate, Noah Fant. There's not too many pretty passing options um, producing for this Broncos offense. And I'll be honest with you guys, this was a really tough pick because the tight end landscape looks rough this week. Um, but Noah Fant does have the privilege of facing the Raiders defense, who is currently the third worst team um, against the tight end position. Um, he was the tight end 12 last week. Even, you know, if it's Drew Locke playing, I think Drew Locke, you know, even taking some shots down the field, I think Noah Fant could be the beneficiaries of some weak coverage. And I think Noah Fant could have himself at least a touchdown, which puts you in the conversation. That's what you want from your tight end right now. I think the Broncos will be able to score on this team. So um, Noah Fant is my tight end bounce back. He's going to be Albert. Oh, has been yeah. getting uh, a lot more volume than I've given him yeah. credit for over the last couple weeks. And I don't know where that came from. He was not somebody that was ever talked about. Noah Fant was everybody's darling. So I'm curious oh, to see. You know, they're if, similar. Yeah, they are. I'm curious to see if Noah Fant kind of takes back that lead dog role. But it's looking to me like they're in a 50-50 tight end split. Almost like a a Hunter Henry, yeah, a Hunter want. Henry, John U. Smith type deal that we thought was going to be in New England. But we'll see. I, I, I'm playing against Noah Fant in a home league matchup, so I'm hoping he does not have a great day. But the writing on the wall with this matchup is he will probably go over 50 yards and have a chance at a score. Perfect. Give us your tight end. Ricky Seals-Jones, who led Washington in targets last week, which is crazy to say. He should be getting Heineke back, and Trayvon Diggs on Terry McLaurin and Parsons all over Gibson Patterson, whoever that is. I don't know if Gibson's going to play, but I feel like Washington is going to need a little safety blanket, and Ricky Seals-Jones should be on his way to a six to eight target day, which could result in about five catches for... 55, 60 yards, chance at a score. This, this guy's a great athlete. It's just staying on the field, getting the opportunities. So I yeah. think the, the stars are aligning for Ricky Seals-Jones this week. Well, let's cross our fingers for that. That would be a nice matchup for him. And so, all right, so that's going to do it for our bounce back candidates for week 16. We're moving on to some, what would normally be, it's, it's a trap, um, we are going to give this a festive um, a festive twist this week, Travis. This is now our naughty and nice matchup segment where we're going to give you some of the matchups we're looking at and what it could mean for the fantasy landscape, some players that you might want to include. Travis, do you want to start us off with the first naughty matchup of the week? Absolutely. It is going to be the running backs in the Green Bay-Cleveland matchup. Both of these defenses are top 12 run defenses against fantasy running backs. And I think that continues in this matchup head-to-head. -head, it's going to be Rodgers getting it done. I don't think they're going to pound it with Aaron Jones and Dylan into this stout Cleveland defense. And Green Bay's run defense has been incredible. So Nick Chubb, another star name that I am not expecting to have a, a, a strong day. Uh, you're starting all yep. of them, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, probably Dylan with all the injuries going on right now, but I'm not expecting big days from 
any of the three in this one. No, um, I think that's fair. Uh, especially, you don't know what, what Baker's going to look like coming to this game either. You don't exactly – I don't feel threatened when I'm looking at this Cleveland offense. And if I'm the Green Bay defense, shutting down yeah. Chubb is absolutely your number one priority. Um, yeah, if you're giving me an offense, I'd rather choose. Obviously, it's Green Bay. Um, you, you get in the red zone. Hopefully, you have some, some running yeah. back touches there. Um, let's While we're talking some running games, though, there is a nice matchup um, brewing in Detroit versus Atlanta. Jared Goff, even though he's not playing, Detroit has been pounding the ball. We talked last episode about Craig Reynolds. We all know Craig, who had 26 rushing attempts. DeAndre Swift <laughs> could be back this week. Um, if he's not, you still have Jamal Williams coming back um, and Craig poss- possibly splitting it. Um, look, I think that even without Jared Goff playing, um, the running game is still um, interesting in this game, especially with the volume they're giving these guys. I think Detroit has a strong possibility to come in and win this game, but that's just the Detroit side of the ball. I think Cordero Patterson is also going to be his normal electric can't guard himself. Um, whatever you want to call him, he's a weapon, and I don't think the Lions can stop him. Uh, the Lions are very, very bad against um, stopping, or they're very bad at stopping anyone who runs the ball, and we've seen Cordero Patterson all season be the only one who is capable of doing that for this Atlanta Falcons team. So I think all running options in this game are going to be fantasy relevant. Um, if DeAndre Swift, obviously, you know, I'm going to put him as a, as a running back two this week. Um, but if not, I think that you've still got some strong flex plays from Detroit um, that you can still plug in your lineup. Cordell Patterson absolutely plugs in as a high-end RB2, low-end RB1 for me this week. Um, so feel good in that matchup. Yeah, he should Who's have a your nice next day. naughty matchup, Travis? Um, the running backs, again, both sides of the ball, I think, in the Miami and New Orleans game is going to be pretty ugly. Miami is going to pack the box. I already said it's going to feel like, to Kamara, it's going to feel like there's 15 guys just watching his every move. But I'm not excited about the Duke Johnson, Miles Gaskin split against New Orleans, who is number two against opposing fantasy running backs. So Miami number six against point against running backs and fantasy points allowed. Two two stout run defenses. I'm very cautious. Um I'm not starting anybody on in that Miami backfield in this one. Obviously, you had to start Kamara, like we said, but I think this is a very low-scoring game. I think the receivers for Miami are the only ones to play in this game. I I, I have a hard time finding any way to, to defend anything going on with the Saints right now. Yeah. I mean, it, it, a lot of it's not their fault, but uh, just the state of that team right now, is just it's not conducive to a fantasy productive day. So, yeah, like you said, maybe avoid that. Something to keep an eye on, though, the passing games for Baltimore and Cincinnati. Cincinnati has given up the ninth most points to the tight end position, and if you guys know, it doesn't matter who plays quarterback for the Ravens. Mark Andrews is getting the ball. And he just he's, all he's been doing is leading you to the semifinals, and he's been having blow-up 
weeks. He was the tight end two last week. He's been balling out. Just absolutely destroying. And it's not going to stop here. Did you have? Do you have any shares of Mark Andrews? Uh, no, I, I've actually had. I have I've, none. I've had the uh, the pleasure of being knocked out of the playoffs by him. Um, everywhere. Oh, so God. that's been nice. <laughs> On the other side of the ball, though, for the Cincinnati Bengals, the Ravens have given up the 11th most points to the wide receiver position, um, and they're also really bad against the tight end as well. So all of the passing options for Cincinnati, if you need a tight end flyer, and CJ Uzama is out there. I would even consider plugging him in this week. Um, if you if you're you know maybe looking at a uh, you know who like if you're down to like a Jacksonville or a Houston option or whoever you're looking for. Um, what about Conklin, Gerald Everett, Ricky Seals Jones, and C.J. Uzoma? Pick one. Um, out of those, I'm probably gonna go Uzoma. Um, all right, I might I might do that. I might go with my co-host's yeah. gut. The last time I picked Uzama against the Ravens, he scored a touchdown, and it was a long one. And he ended up being the tight end one on the week. So, uh, oh, I remember so, that. Yeah, was, that so was CJ, uh, could he pull it off? It's possible. These teams know each other, and well, we have already talked about how decimated the Ravens are. Um, it does not take a lot uh, to stretch your imagination to believe that CJ Uzama could have a big game, but these passing options for the Bengals, um, shaping up to have a nice divisional matchup as they both jockey for a position in the AFC. We've got one more matchup each, Travis. Hit us with your, with your third naughty, naughty matchup this week. The naughty matchup here is going to be Josh Allen versus New England. Josh Allen averages around 200 yards, 1.3 touchdowns, and a pick versus the Pats. That's gross. That is a 12-point day. You don't like to see that. Oh, gross. And it's going to be 18-mile-an-hour winds and snow expected on Sunday in New England. I don't like this matchup at all for the passing options, especially against a Bill Belichick December Christmas weekend defense. So, whew. Scared of Josh Allen, big time. If you are thinking you're getting 30 from Josh Allen this week, it's not going to happen. No, this does not seem to shape up for a good week. You never have a great time when you're playing the quarterback position against Bill Belichick. My last nice matchup for this week 16 semifinal matchup for most of you anyway are all of the wide receivers in the Minnesota Vikings versus the Los Angeles Rams matchup. Both teams allow have allowed the fourth and fifth most receptions to the wide receiver position, and especially with Adam Thielen looking to come back and the Vikings probably having to play catch-up and being without Dalvin Cook this week. Um, it's shaping up to be a lot of passing attempts, and I don't really think I need to qualify the passing attack for the Los Angeles Rams. Um, his name is Cooper Cup and you start him. Odell Beckham is going to be a wide receiver two, wide receiver three um, this week. Um, he scores, it'll be great, but um, the passing attacks in this game, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. The, I mean, heck, you're, you're playing in a dome either way, so weather's not going to be a factor. Um, this, this game is going to be great for fantasy. Flex question for yeah, you. Hit me with it. While we're talking about the Rams receivers, Van Jefferson, Rashad Penny, AJ Green. Hmm. 
or Tyler Johnson. If Mike Evans is out, I kind of want to go Johnson there. Um, with those, but I think Penny, Penny, Penny can have yeah, a decent day. Yeah, I'm probably going to. I'm putting Penny in my flex for sure. You said AJ Green and um, jo- Johnson and Jefferson. Yeah, because my other receivers are are Deontay Johnson okay. and Jamar Chase. So I'm not going to take I'm, either of those yeah. guys out. So the the decision would be well, I guess if Antonio Gibson's out. I could move Penny to the, to running back two, and then I would have to pick between AJ Green, Parker, Van Jefferson, and Tyler Johnson. Hmm. This that's that's a good question. Honestly, there, I, man, I that's tough. I I probably if Mike Evans is out, do you are you as as excited about Tyler Johnson as I am, or is it just going like to be AB and, and Gronk? Gronk. Uh, you're probably going to see. I mean, instead of like three or four receptions for Tyler Johnson, you're probably going to be seeing five or six. Uh, what you're needing from is is eighty so. in the score realistic? I think that's a stretch. That would be a great a day stretch? for Tyler Johnson. Stretch. Um, I lean Van Jefferson just because of how bad the Minnesota defense is. You, anyone on that offense can score this week, so um, I'd probably lean Jefferson. Yeah, okay. that'll be something we'll talk we'll about. Circle on back as on well. that one. Um, that's gonna do it for our, our naughty and nice segment, though. That that felt good. Um, th- this this week is just so. So fun to look at because you've got just some some matchups. It's looking like you need the touchdown. If you get the one of two touchdowns that'll be scored in one of these games, uh, you're you're lucky because it looks like a a really savage week, um, lopsided. High, week. high pressure, man. High pressure. Sure. Final four. Every touchdown is just so. Well, huge. when when you get in these big pressure matchups, you need big players, Travis, and we've got our big picks on tap. Our week 16 edition, Travis, I'll go ahead and start it off. This one's not a surprise. He's already in your starting lineup, but he is fixing to go absolutely nuclear. Justin Herbert against the Houston Texans. Even without Austin Eckler, this is a defense that is not going to give you any trouble whatsoever. It Look, the QB1, I overall think, QB1, I think Justin Herbert is fixing to be the overall quarterback one this week. Oh, all right. There's the call the right there. Look, you show me a better matchup for th- these quarterbacks. I like that. It's not crazy to say he's going to throw four touchdowns in this game. Um, I, I fully expect him out, to. I would be surprised if he doesn't. It feels like a game where he might even be pulled in like the, the third, fourth quarter, but still gets yeah. you 30 points. So... Justin Herbert giving you that that patented matchup or that patented blow up game that you need when you have him on your roster. So feel good with Justin Herbert against the Texans. Travis, who's your quarterback this week? I am staying in the fire with Jalen Hurts. He's too hot for his own good. He looks so comfortable. I don't know what has changed over the last six to eight weeks, but I mean he's been a top five quarterback pretty much the entire season, but. He just looks different. He looks like this is my offense. This is my team. I'm not going anywhere. Maybe it was the uh, Deshaun Watson rumors dying down, but whatever it was, Jalen Hurts is owning that offense, and they get another cake matchup against New York. He is in fuego. I think Jalen Hurts stays hot and finishes inside the top three again. And I love that. I love that. You know, I was going to call you out and be like, man, you always pick Jalen Hurts. But here's the I thing love with Jalen Hurts. He, I, I, he has grown on me so much this season 
his brand of football, it I, I look, I have been not I've not shot been shy about calling him a bad quarterback. Um he's great for fantasy. But watching him play, the dude just he he knows how to win. He's like a he's like a better Tim Tebow. You know? <laughs> like his game is prettier to watch than Tim he's Tebow. So I'm not composed. calling him that bad. But he's so composed he, all the time. Exactly. He when it gets into those high pressure moments, Jalen Hurts is who you want on your team. Uh, my running back, big pick of the week. I love that I get to call his name finally, David Montgomery against the Seattle Seahawks. This guy against the soft, soft Seattle defense, they are by far the worst team in allowing receiving yards to the running back position. And Montgomery, get this, Travis, in the last three games, Montgomery has seen nine, seven, and six targets against now going up against Seattle, who has given more than 100 uh, yards more than the next team to the running back position. I think David Montgomery has an easy, easy game. I think he gets a couple touchdowns. I think he's the only reliable option um, that probably – Justin Fields is going to feel comfortable throwing to most of the time. Um, I think even as Chicago might struggle um, in this game, David Montgomery will not. And I think he has a big, big game. Feel comfortable with him in your lineup um, because I know he kind of disappointed last week. I love that pick. You say David Montgomery while you wear the Bears hat and a Justin Fields jersey. It just feels right. Right? You got you got to do Speaking it. Speaking of guys that you're just excited to say their name finally, Ronald Mother Freaking Jones. <laughs> it is finally his time. 100 yards and a touchdown on tap for Ronald. This one feels personal for me. He was the first video I ever made on this podcast. <laughs> I had to pick him here. Um, Tampa. We already talked League about winner. them missing a lot of weapons. It's a real opportunity for him to turn this season around, even if it is late. Better late than never for us. So, Ronald Jones, it's time to deliver in a big way. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Couldn't agree more on that one. Oh, and I got to pick him up in a league where I am fighting for a spot in the championship. Let's go, Ronald. Moolah. My wide receiver big pick, a guy I have been high on, so high on all season, Michael Pittman in a pivotal matchup for both teams and their playoff standing. Arizona is on tap, who has tied my Chicago Bears for being the worst at allowing touchdowns to the wide receiver position. And they're coming off a loss, the Arizona Cardinals are, to the Detroit Lions. The Colts are licking their chops. And Michael Pittman coming off a quiet, quiet game in which he got ejected and was held to seven yards. You know that he wants to come out and show again what he can do. I expect the Colts offense to open it up a bit. And I expect the Arizona Cardinals to have a better outing than they did last week. So Michael Pittman um, scoring a touchdown this week. He's going to be a wide receiver one. I think, I think Michael Pittman is going to give you a nice, nice game um, to solidify your standing this week. So Michael Pittman, big pick of the week. He's going to be my guy. Returns to the top 12. About time. Come on, Pittman. I'm going with Jalen Waddle with Lattimore on Devontae Parker. I like Waddle to be fed by Tua. I think it's going to be a lot of quick hitters. 
close to the line of scrimmage, uh, screen passes to help protect Tua a little bit from Cam Jordan and crew. That defense, that defensive line has just been a wrecking crew. So mm-hmm. I think Jalen Waddle gets involved on a lot of quick passes, and he has the speed to just break one of those, and it, it's a your whole day is made. So he's been a higher volume, um, higher volume guy, and target leader for that team if if he can continue to do that with Devontae Parker back and also have the home run ability Jalen Waddle's a pretty safe play I think he is a top 20 receiver this week solid pick um it's a little risky and I like it um especially in a PPR league um Jalen Waddle man he's very important to that offense and he is a favorite of Tua so let's get him out there let's use that that athleticism I like to pick Travis I hope it works out for him. Um, to round it out, as we always do with the tight end position, <laughs> my tight end pick of the week uh, doesn't need any introduction. It's Robert Gronkowski. Um, he is not a member of USAA, and the <laughs> state of the team, um, who could use a little insurance right now, means Gronk will be an even bigger focal point for this offense, he's a guy that has that rapport with Brady, Antonio Brown. Who knows? Maybe he's not 100% coming off that ankle heel injury. We'll see. But we know Rob Gronkowski is a guy that Tom Brady knows, trusts, and wants to get the ball to. So I expect him to have a big game for you. I expect – look, I already mentioned that this is a rough – You expect a big game from Le'Veon Bell? Uh, yeah, I definitely expect him to be big and um, at the game. Slow. So, um, yeah, so those words can apply in different contexts. <laughs> but Rob Gronkowski, um, I, I mentioned before in the show that this is a rough week for tight ends. And Rob Gronkowski, Travis, it's not crazy to think that Rob Gronkowski could be a top three tight end this week. Um, he should be the one, number one overall. Yeah. He could be the number one overall. Um, or if I'm playing Mark Andrews somewhere, I fully expect him to go nuclear as well. So um, Gron- one more time Gronk this week, fire him up. Let him lead you to the championship round. Feel good with it. Gronk spike smash. Do what you got to do. Week 16. All right. The last player on the show tonight, Dawson lock it up like Fort Knox. When Bill Belichick takes away digs, I expect Knox to be a favorite target for Allen which we did not see against New England a few weeks ago for some reason, but I think they get that corrected. He has been a target hog recently. I think he goes for 60 to 70 yards in a score, and he might be out there for you. Um, He was surprisingly out there in the league, so it's it's worth checking if you're needing a tight end. I don't know why he's out there, but you never know. So take a look. and I need to be in those leagues. Yeah, take a look. Dawson Knox. I think you'll be hard-pressed to find a bunch um, a bunch of tight ends that will have a better night than Dawson Knox. I like it, man. Uh, that's a that's a solid take. Um, they're not going to have a blizzard, so someone's got to catch the ball in Buffalo. Yep. Man, how you feeling? Are you, are you, are you going to survive? You, I made, you it. made it through all the meat of the show, man. I'm proud of you. Take a deep breath. You know, we do not t- have a would you rather for tonight's show. Would you rather? Yeah. Would you rather drink a bunch of? Uh, is is Tamiflu something you drink? No, no, it's a pill. I don't know. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, would you would you rather sleep for eighteen hours or would you rather sleep for sixteen hours? Travis? The answer That's, is uh, I would rather feel better. So I will go 
get some rest and uh here you go all right all right how about this one travis how about this one would you rather have the flu for an entire week or um guarantee your spot in the championship next week give me the flu every time (laughs) okay give me the flu all right that's a good poll we need to put that out there all right i like it i like it well everyone all of our non-flu having listeners we (laughs) hope this helped um remember to tweet at us at losing sucks with your start sick questions we're here to help give us a uh like and review on apple podcast and spotify we want the feedback we want to be better for you we're approaching that time where fantasy football podcasts go nine night but uh, losing sucks isn't one of those we'll be here for you in the off season um so go out there, win your Week 16 matchups, get into the championship, show us those rosters and those scores. We want to go through the ride with you. Again, at Losing Sucks, remember, folks, Losing Sucks, don't do it. <laughs>